This is Comp and Circumstance, the freshman writing podcast for non-English majors. I'm Miss Wilson-Young, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get started. Okay, this is a multi-part series about writing an essay in your college class. So if you're an English 1101, 1102, possibly even a sophomore level writer, you are in the right place. The next step is drafting body paragraphs. This is step six of the writing process as I'm outlining it to you. And there are a lot of good resources, both online and in our course on Blackboard, that can help you put together a formal paragraph. I say formal because really there are two types of paragraphs. There are formal and informal paragraphs. Informal paragraphs are typically those that we don't submit academically. Formal paragraphs are the ones that we do submit academically. Luckily for us, formal paragraph writing has a pretty solid structure. You've got a topic sentence and then you have sentences that support the topic sentence or prove the topic sentence. Formal paragraphs also work to prove your thesis or support your thesis. So you'll hear me say those two words, support and prove interchangeably. Along with the formal structure of the paragraph, you have to keep in mind that the paragraphs themselves will also support or prove your thesis statement. So a good way that you can check for that is for you to actually write your thesis statement at the top of every blank page and then construct your paragraph and then compare. Does the paragraph actually prove the thesis statement? If it does, then you have a draft of a paragraph that can go ahead and go into your essay draft. And notice that I'm saying draft here. I'm not saying finished product because at this point, that's what these paragraphs are. They are disparate paragraphs. They are not something that are going in order yet to create a formal essay. You are simply writing formal paragraphs. Always write more paragraphs than the minimum. You always wanna have more information in an essay so that when it comes to editing, You're actually getting rid of material rather than being in a rush to add material to your essay. So if you're being asked to write a seven paragraph essay, that means you need five body paragraphs for the finished product. I would say go ahead and shoot for six or seven. That way, when it comes to editing, you can get rid of things rather than trying to hurriedly, haphazardly add things into the essay itself. Where does the information come from for the body paragraphs? It comes from all of your active thinking. So if you haven't completed all of the steps of the writing process that have to do with actively thinking about your topic and then narrowing to a subject and analyzing the subject, you're going to be at a disadvantage when it comes to drafting your body paragraphs. You won't have any raw material. You won't have any deep thought. All you'll have is surface level ideas And again, an academic essay is an essay that requires critical thinking and moving beyond the surface of a subject. So open up all of your documents or open up your notebook to all of your active thinking pages 
and start looking for details, those sensory details and analysis that support or prove the thesis statement that you have devised. If there's something in there that's good, but it's not necessarily in support of the thesis, you can use it and you can create a paragraph and then you can go back and tweak your thesis statement or you can save that information and that analysis for some other type of writing or who knows it might be something you can put in the conclusion or in the introduction but right now what you should be focusing on is all of the active thinking that you've done that now will prove your thesis statement clump all of those things, those ideas, those sentences, those phrases, the free writing you've done into like ideas. In other words, to use my simple thesis about my shirt from the last episode, if I have three reasons why I wore a particular shirt, I'm going to go back through my active thinking and I'm going to look for any details that support one of those three reasons and i'm going to start organizing those ideas together so that i can look at how much raw material i have and start creating a paragraph with that raw material those paragraphs are following again that formal structure so the first sentence of every paragraph should be a topic sentence and there's kind of a little easy trick or rule of thumb for a topic sentence. One of the things that I say in class is to write your paragraph first, then write your topic sentence, because you don't know exactly what details you're going to put into that particular paragraph until after you've written it. And so it's kind of hard to write a topic sentence for a paragraph that doesn't already exist. So write the paragraphs first. And again, the sentences don't need to be in perfect order here because these are drafts. The sentences just need to have in common the proof for the thesis statement. Once you have those sentences down in paragraph form, then you can start thinking of a topic sentence that introduces the idea or ideas that are in that paragraph. And a little, again, trick that you can use here What's your thesis statement? What are the key terms in your thesis statement? Use those or synonyms of those for your topic sentence. Make sure that the key term for that mode shows up in the topic sentence. This is something that we call threading the argument through the paper. Threading the argument through the essay is part of writing formal paragraphs because those topic sentences work as transitions to move you from one point of proof or one point of support to the next. So without a clear topic sentence that is in some way echoing the thesis, you are not writing a formal academic paragraph. The last thing that I want to say here about drafting your body paragraphs has to do with the length of the paragraph. A question that I get asked a lot is what's the minimum number of words or what's the minimum number of sentences for a paragraph? Informal writing does not have a necessarily set number of sentences or words for a paragraph. So you can open up a book uh, you know, by your favorite author and there might be a paragraph in there that's one sentence. Might be a chapter that's one sentence. William Faulkner has a chapter in his amazing novel, As I Lay Dying, 
and the chapter is one sentence. And that book is fantastic. But in academic writing, we can't get away with things like that. Paragraphs have to be longer than a sentence. And so I've kind of set up a minimum number of sentences for students to achieve. And I've set that number at eight. I think when students write good sentences and if they have eight of them, they can really show me in their essay that they've critically thought about the subject and they can prove their thesis in that paragraph. Can you write more than that? Absolutely. What's the absolute maximum? Mm, I don't know. You tell me. How many sentences do you need to make that particular point that you're making in that paragraph? Thanks for listening to this short recording about the writing process. I hope it's been helpful. If you need me or if I can clarify anything for you, reach out to me via email or through Blackboard. Or if you've been sent here because somebody wanted to punish you in one of Dante's rings of hell, you can send me an email at compositionandcircumstance at gmail.com. <laughs>